0: We cover all bases, basic, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch where it take us, cultural topics of sports, baby, you know we got it, always our responses amazing, all bases yeah. covered, yeah, yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off with of the dome, first to the second, the topics, they change like the weather, then you know we bringing it home, we cover all bases, basic, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch how we shine, cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it, always our responses be prime, all bases covered, yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go, so do grab a Oh no,
1: MLB, but you know it's time for the show All Bases Covered Alright
0: boys, welcome to the All
1: Bases Covered podcast We are here Friday night, it's a big Friday And Sam and Josh and I are going to try to avoid the wheel of death for the second week in a row I don't know uh, if, 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 You know guys, if Joe draws like the fucking I, I don't know Ravens or somebody and goes on to win. I, I'm gonna. have There's some voodoo going on here. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think Joe's got the the voodoo magic or something. We're Although just waiting He, on did, our... cheat.
2: he did cheat.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he can't cheat here because I'm the one drawing the helmet.
2: <laughs> no, I know. I was talking about the. We just can't prove it right now. I mean, he cheated for sure. We just can't prove how he cheated. That's Whether true. it was via voodoo, he was, you know, he was from in the the gra- beyond gra- beyond the grave. However, you want to call it, he did it though.
1: Something's happening. Wait, so if Joe doesn't join us, uh, does is that by the time we draw is that automatic wheel of death?
2: Yeah, I think so. Well, he just okay. asked me for my uh HBO logins.
1: So I'm sure he'll be joining. I mean,
2: he's screwing around when he should be on the show. So yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the automatic wheel of death punishment if he if he no shows the show tonight without without any prior notice. Just like how we did him dirty in the draft all those years ago,
2: Josh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. What he auto picked?
2: No, we did worse
1: than that. So, Joe no showed the draft. Without like calling us, texting us, even like letting us know that he wasn't gonna make it or something had come up or like whatever. Like we're all adults; we all know that fantasy football is not the most important thing in the world. And then yeah, so we would then we auto so we drafted his team, so we drafted him like
2: huh? string running backs.
1: I did
2: get under a little bit.
1: <laughs> There's Joe. That
2: sounds like a lot of fun.
1: There's Joe. There's our producer. Oh, he
2: quit like right after the, we did that though. So. Joey,
1: boy, how we doing tonight? Joe, we can't hear you, buddy. Joe, well, Joe. that's also our
2: automatic wheel of that. Hear me now. <laughs> Can hear you Let's now. Do it now, Mike. Ah. Right now.
1: Right.
2: Don't wait for Joe. Right now.
1: I think. I think right we got you, Joe. I think. Right meow. Right meow. Right meow. Right meow. Right meow. <laughs> hey little so, uh,
2: reference.
1: Am I, what? Reference? Super Troopers?
2: Yeah, exactly. Super Trooper hey. reference.
1: Damn, there we go.
2: Hey, uh, Joe,
1: am I – are we FaceTiming so we can make sure the Wheel of Death is on the up and up for the, for the draw? Yeah. You
3: got my number. All, right. All
1: right. All right. I'm calling right now. I'm calling it. If there's a little feedback, guys, I'm sorry. This is how – we have to do it for now because Josh is a fucking paranoid prick. So this is how we're doing it. Here we go. Hold on.
2: I mean, we don't need to bring up the same football incident, right?
1: No, we don't. I don't Can't need to bring that okay. up. There. There's Joey. There he is. All right, buddy. All right. Here we go. So who's going first? I think Joe should have to go first. No,
2: I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. Fuck it. Uh,
1: no, Sam's going first Sam's
2: going first Hold on, hold on Alright I'm going to try to steal some of Joe's oh, more you. Oh,
1: the Tennessee Titans Who play the Bills on Monday night Damn.
2: Can, can I re-pick?
1: You can re <laughs> Alright, I'm going to repick. <laughs> Whoever you pick next, you have to repick.
2: Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, go ahead First of all, before we
1: do that, let's pull up the daily line, just so so you're aware. The Titans are 10-point underdogs on Monday. Do you want to put them back?
2: Actually, no, I don't. I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay, okay. All
1: right. Sam's with the Titans. All right, Joe, you're next. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. The Dallas Cowboys. All right. <laughs> you. you keep giving me the <laughs> Bengals opponent. <laughs> I'm not
2: giving it to you. Brandon, do you want to put it That's back? What, that might be your oh, voodoo okay. just working that way, man, you know? Well, that that one might be a good one, boy, because the Bengals are seven-point favorite.
1: Yeah, the Bengals are seven-point favorites on the road. Then I'm
2: good. No.
1: No, you're the Cowboys. If the Cowboys have to lose,
2: seven or win, I yeah. want. If they get blown out, you get screwed.
1: Dropping it into the pocket. So you know, right, you know we, what? We should oh we should God. have to only do it
2: like one time. The You're only allowed Giants one time. Can. I agree, Josh. For like I agree. Eight seasons. No, they you just can't drop it. In. Giants again. Get a new one every.
1: Wait, I agree,
2: Josh. I agree.
1: Sidebar conversations for here. What's happening?
2: Josh, go I'd ahead say that the,
1: throw, the throwback of the helmet should only happen like you only get one mulligan in the first six games or something, first eight games. Right, yeah, the mulligan can't be mulligan that available, right? Week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Joe drew the Giants again, so let's see if they – they are actually two-point favorites. Very slim margins for Joe here.
2: All you right. You have to stick with the Cowboys.
1: All right, Joe or Josh, you're up here. Let's see who you got. Oh,
3: Josh draws the Raiders. The Los
0: Angeles
3: Raiders.
2: The Raiders. Vegas. The Vegas Raiders. The Vegas, Vegas Raiders.
1: Vegas. Josh. The Raiders are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Are you sticking with the Raiders? Against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals struggled again. Yeah, I'll keep them. Okay. All right.
0: I will, I will go with go Raiders.
1: Big Buck no whammy. Big Buck, no whammy. Big Buck, no Whammy. 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 Uh, The Saints The Saints are two and a half point Dogs at home To Tampa Bay
3: Yeah Are are you
1: throwing it back too? No, I'm keeping the Saints I'll keep the Saints
3: No, he kept the Saints
1: I want to say that might be
3: a good pick Because uh,
1: Tom Brady struggles against the Saints He does So
3: and what was that I side conversation about bitching about throwing back? And, and there's no Kamara this week Kamara?
2: Oh, no yeah, Kamara's not playing this week.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I have to change my dynasty league.
2: One of them. Let's see. All
1: right, so Joe's got the Giants minus two. The Giants have to win that game because basically uh, they don't. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, there's not much margin for error on a, on a minus-two spread. That's pretty tough. All right, Sam, Drew, the Titans. The Titans are the 10-point uh, underdogs on Monday night. You know what, though, Sam? This, that feels like a game where, like, if the Titans
2: can keep it close
1: or get a lead, they can just
2: lower the clock. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That, exa- that's know, exactly what I'm hoping for. Yeah. That's exactly – and I'm kind of – you know what? That's, I was going to throw it back initially, but then I was like, you know what? They're due for a bounce-back game. They play the Bills pretty well every year, actually. Yeah. Um, when they do play the Bills, yeah. they, say, they didn't play they very beat them well. Right well pretty, like, they match up well. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, screw it. We're going to go with the with the Titans, keeping it co-
1: – 10 the, points the ten, are closer, right? The 10-point dogs, I mean, that's a pretty good one to try to cover. Yeah.
2: You know yeah. what I
1: mean? All right, so let's see. And I got the Saints who are,
2: what is that, two-and-a-half point dogs. Yep. What about the Ravens? What does Josh got? What's the line on that? No,
1: no oh, wait, no, Josh has the Raiders. Yeah, uh, the Raiders are oh, five. sorry, Raiders, five not Ravens. The Raiders are five-and-a-half point favorites over Arizona.
2: That's a pretty good line, too, I think. It is a good line. Um, Let's
1: see who will have to enter the wheel of death or uh, Pyramid of Punishment, if you may, uh, Next uh, on Monday's show. Uh, so Josh and I are going to cover our punishments next Saturday. Sam, when, when are we going to get Turkey Leg Mike from you?
2: You'll get Turkey Leg Mike probably next weekend as well. Okay. You mean next Friday,
1: the next Friday show?
2: Uh, Or w- let's shoot for Monday, just to be safe. Okay. It gives me the weekend to take some pictures.
1: All right.
2: Cool. Pose, if I may.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: oh, my God! I, you know what? Though the, the ours are relatively tame punishments. At least all me and Josh have to do is recreate Rocky III's training scene. I, the shorts are on their way. They're gonna be here tomorrow. I got the shortest, tightest shorts I can find on Amazon, right. and then I got the nice.
2: Adidas knee high socks. And I, whoever has to cut the promo this year is in trouble. That's the one I don't want.
1: I don't want the promo, man. Dude, I I,
2: I'm like Roman Reigns. I can't cut a promo. Period, bro. Like
1: that one to me. Oh, you'll
2: be fine. Not the
1: worst one. The one that I am dreading, other than like I would say the one that I am dreading
2: more, the most of all.
1: The one chip challenge one. Yeah, me. And yeah, that, one, that was
2: mine, I, too. I'll do the one chip, man. No problem. You know what? Can I buy your, your, your weekly punishment for, like, a future, you know,
1: swap later on? Can we do some <laughs> like that? Well, there is the swap helmet. If, you, if one of us draws the swap helmet, you can swap punishments or teams. So that's definitely a possibility. But the, here's the other one. Here are the other two that I don't want to do at all. But if I have to, I have to. One of them is the juggalo where I got to dress up as ICP for Halloween. That sounds
2: That's great. That's great. I love that. I love that punishment though. It just reminds me of the workaholics episode.
1: Then the other one is Tis the Season where we got to where you have to wear holiday clothes and walk around your neighborhood singing Christmas carols. Yeah. That one, that one's not that, that bad. because all you gotta work. do is just wear a bunch. of You walk down the sidewalk and no one's, no one's paying attention to you.
2: You don't have to ring bells and like sing for families and shit like that.
3: No, you don't have to knock on
1: doors or like ring doorbells. Oh, that's bullshit. I mean,
2: that just that kind of sucks. That's, that's an easy.
1: You think it's easy? I guess. Dude, you see a couple of cars, you walked
2: down the block, you know, and you you're in a 10 outfit. Thank you you gotta, you gotta at
1: least sing it loud. You can't just be like, uh
2: oh. That's uh I would, I would I would say I would say you know, hook up a, a, a mic, like a karaoke machine or something with a speaker on it and you gotta like blast it to the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Hi. You got a little wheelbarrow. You have a little like a like a little uh, you know children's cart dragging along a speaker and a and, and a and a karaoke machine. You know,
1: like a goddamn radio flyer just dragging along the speaker. <laughs>
2: That's great. Okay, you know what? I
1: hope Josh or Joe gets the dog faced gremlin where they have to do a complete photo shoot dressed as Rick Steiner. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah! That would be great. Marty in character. Marty getting in character. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of easy for Josh though, because he's a wrestling guy, you know.
1: And Josh already kind of looks like Rick Steiner.
2: That a little true. bit, a little bit, a little bit. Minus the gun, you know. <laughs>
1: Maybe he looks like. Rick Yeah, Steiner, he's probably, like, he's probably like got, like got about uh,
2: ten more inches on his pythons than mine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so last night we had the first ever Amazon stream Thursday night football. Um, I actually thought it was kind of cool. I liked the stats that we used, but it was a little hard for me to get used to Kirk
2: Herbstreit calling a professional game. That was that a little off. It almost yeah, felt it like an so imposter, right? Like you should be Is calling it? college games, and you're what are you doing in the NFL? Yeah, it felt
1: <laughs> a little weird, but. But we got a great game, guys. Like we got a hell of a game. I think the play that obviously turned it on its head was when Josh was when Justin Herbert threw that pick six at
2: the one yard line. Yeah, they should have ran that. I don't know why they didn't run it, dude.
1: I – And so, they should have they should have took Everett out. Yeah, they should have, because he was calling. You're right, Josh. He was calling to come out. He said he was gassed after that last play that got him down to the two-yard line. And you could tell he, like, gave up on that play big time.
2: Like, he's like, fuck, I can't move. And then you see him walk over.
1: Those are like up his his mouthpiece, right? No, exactly. Way to stand up for your team there, big guy. (laughs) Let me let me ask you guys, Austin Eckler's game looked great at all. Last night, he did have nine catches for 55 yards. A lot of that garbage time. He had, four, he had four carries for just 39 yards. So, in your standard
2: league, Sam, that's eight points. It's a rough outing, bro. I mean, it's nine with the receiving yards, but it's a rough outing for sure. Okay. Right. But, uh, yeah, and yeah, this guy's your, your. he was picked third in our league, by the way.
1: Yeah, he was going in most leagues. He was going anywhere from, like,
2: third to fifth.
1: Now, yeah. in our league, the nine catches helped save us The nine and five, that's 14, you know, points, plus then the 39-yard rush, and he got 17 points out of it. But still, like, up until, like, I think those last two drives, it wasn't looking good for Eckler at all because I think the, going into the final quarter, he only had 25
2: yards rushing,
1: and I think he only had like four catches for 20 yards.
2: So yeah, that, those, those garbage time yardage and receptions really helped him, him kind of beef up that point total, but I, th- I still think I got injured, like severely injured with that rib. Uh, he took a nasty hit. And, and I could see like when he was pivoting it looked like he couldn't throw in that – once when pivoted in that direction. So, I mean, Eckler could be, you know, really good or kind of mediocre if you're comparing him to last year. Because he's not going to get your 20 touchdowns like he did last year. No,
1: he's year. not. But even, like, in his first game, he had 14 carries for 36 yards and four catches for 36 yards. So, I don't think that be- O-line
2: has it set out, though, man. Like, I don't think that O-line is as good as as it was advertised as.
1: It might not be. No, it not if I'm the Chargers, I'm like, okay, 14 carries, 36 yards, 14 carries, 39 yards in two games for my number one running back. What's going on here? And that's know? why uh, they brought did in Eckler play, yeah. Did Eckler play in the preseason at all? I'm not He's sure. Hurt.
2: Maybe I'm not. one game? I'm not sure either. It's a Good call.
1: It could yeah. be that yeah. rust you were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking is a lot of these players, they didn't play in these in any of these preseason games, so they have no game reps. So it, it might take them a few games to finally get up to where they need to be. It it seems kind of like rushing is down big time, except for like your one or two players, and receiving is yeah. up big time. I mean, how many yeah. receivers did we have that go over 100 yards and had eight, nine catches last week? There was a lot. A lot. lot.
2: But at the same time, if you look at the, the, the two other running backs and, and, and Michelle, they both have a better YPC than Eckler does through two games. And Michelle only played, I think, only the last game, I believe. And, yeah. again, it, it's very it's, – I'm not saying that Eckler is on his way out, but the Chargers are like we have to find a way to make the holes for him that the other backs are seeing as well. You know, Why is he sitting at 2.8? Why isn't he at that five point five, what Kelly's at, or that three point seven, which is Michelle is at? So
1: um I gotta ask you guys and I and we'll get back to some to some fantasy talk here in the next uh, in the next couple of minutes, but I wanna ask you we now have two games of Clyde edwards Delaire. We saw what Saquon Barkley did last week, we saw what AJ Brown did last week. Are any of those players do you think for real? Or, or was it just maybe a one-game blow-up? So, Edward Delayer last game, I think, had two receiving touchdowns. He had, like, five catches, and he had, like, 52 yards rushing on the ground, I believe. This week he had eight carries for 74 yards to go along with four catches for 44 yards.
2: Yeah, but you know what? A lot of that 74 yards was that 52-yarder that he ran. So, it was.
1: It was, so, it was.
2: So, you can't that, – that rushing total is not oh, okay. looking pretty for him. He's still not good on the ground.
1: But, he was still, yeah, but he's was yeah. been more involved in the passing game this
2: year than he was last year. Absolutely, game. and I agree with that. If he can stay healthy, I think he's still going to be a very good player. He's going to be a, a good player to count on for uh, for touches. Um, AJ, same thing with A.J. Brown. It looks like Jalen Hurst has kind of switched from Devonta Smith to A.J. Brown, you know, as far as favorite receivers to throw. Um, I think those, both those guys are going to have, you know, good years. Yeah. Uh, what
1: about uh, Saquon? Do you think he's real, or do you think that was just the one?
2: I think rock? it's a flash in the pan, man. You know, okay. once he hits a good run, D a front four that can contain him. Uh, I think Brian Duvall I mean, he's gonna have to get a lot more creative in how they get him the ball, but they're doing that part. Something the Giants' offense under Joe Judge and whoever hell else is there for him um, could not do was get him the ball and be creative. Right. So that's, we'll I mean, that's what's going
1: to make Saquon so dangerous is getting him out in space and letting him yeah and make him in space he's cut dangerous and, Still, bro, he's oh, still yeah. dangerous in space. Yeah. So. So. I gotta I gotta take this time out real quick to make fun of someone in Josh my uh, fantasy football league. Okay, uh, his name is Josh Neal. Josh Neal, you're probably not listening, but if you are, I apologize. Uh, Josh Neal is one of the worst players in our league. Uh, he's usually near the bottom. Uh, last year, I think he started out five or six and zero, oh, and then he lost the rest of his games and missed the playoffs. So, oh. Um, he did something that was probably not the smartest move. But he dropped C.D. Lamb after one game. Why? On the, on the waivers for Kirk Cousins. He had and, nobody else to drop? And I picked up C.D. Lamb. So now my receiver. You bastard guy. <laughs> so now my receiver, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas,
2: Mark Andrews, Gabe Davis, T. Higgins, and C.D. Lamb. Well, I mean, Christmas came early for you, I guess. Right? I guess. Yeah. So. I mean, even,
1: C- he's, even if CD Lamb doesn't have the year that we were all expecting, you don't drop a number one option player, number one back. You just don't. You just yep. You're absolutely right.
2: Now, exactly.
1: I mean, you, if you're going to drop that to
2: pick up Kirk Cousins, you should have. He shouldn't have had dropped somebody else or Trey Lance. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, I would yeah. have.
2: I would have done the other. I would have dropped Lance and grabbed Cousins and Kennedy. Dude, you dropped
1: know. Alexander Madison.
2: Or him. I mean, did yeah. you have Cook? No,
1: he doesn't have. He doesn't have. But
2: so what have. is he sitting with someone else's handcuff for?
1: Look, here are the players. He could have <laughs> dropped instead of T. Lamb. <laughs> he could have dropped Naheem High. He could have dropped. Does he have JT? No. Fuck. No, no, no one drafts really the the starter and puts the handcuff in our league
2: usually. Because I, I mean, it, ours is standard, so it's different. So if your first round pick is a, is a uh, running back, which it always is, uh, you, you've got to grab the cuff like seven to eight rounds.
1: I have Tony yeah, Collins, ours, I, I mean, and, have, and we, we only got, got what fourteen players that. So yeah, we have that very small bench probably going to be on the bench anyway.
2: Or and he's a ten-team league, right? This is in the ten in the yeah. ten-team <laughs> yeah. league. Okay, yeah. yeah, four
1: or five yeah. spots. So, yeah, it's it's a small roster. But here's, I would have dropped Traylon Burks, Allen Lazard, or Alexander Madison, or Naheem Hines instead of dropping CD Lamb. By the way, Sam, you were going to laugh, and this is the last bit I'll say about the, his team before we move on. This is his starting lineup, Sam. Are you ready?
2: I'm listening. All Kirk Cousins,
1: Kirk Cousins, starting quarterback. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Christian Kirk. Running backs, Josh Jacobs, Naheem Hines, tight end, Kyle oh, Pitts, yeah. and his two and his two flex positions are Dalton Schultz and Alan Lazard.
2: No. Good God, man. That's, uh, who, how do you draft a team like that? That's the question. Who, who drafts? Because like he, that? Was, he was that I, I think he was. Uh, You're better off letting your, letting the computer decide to pick for you, bro. Yeah, he was pretty much preoccupied
1: looking at the scenery than his fantasy football team.
2: But I mean, 100%. he does have Justin Jefferson, so that's a saving grace. I mean, that's he's true. trying to stack Cousins and Jefferson. I see that, right? I, I kind of see that. But if that was the case, he probably should have taken Cousins in the draft.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. though. the rest of his squad is so weak. Like he only put up 110 points last week, and Justin Jefferson got him 48 points. Just Good up. God! Good up. God! So. All right, guys. I want to ask this question to y'all: Who do you think is going to have the better season this year, Trey Lance or Justin Fields?
2: Justin Fields. Trey Lance.
1: Oh, interesting. I want to hear this. So, so Josh, go first with why you think it's Trey Lance. I, I think he'll get better. Shanahan will figure out his strengths and his weaknesses. Uh, you look at Sunday's game, it was pouring rain. So, I, I'm going to give him a pass on week one. Even Justin Field did not look all that. Um, right. So... I just think Justin Fields doesn't have the receivers, doesn't have the weapons that Trey Lance has. So I okay. Trey Lance is going to have a better season. Okay, good points, fair points, Sam. Why Justin Fields?
2: Trey Lance is too busy uh, dropping dollar bills, uh, of, you know, at for strippers at, at that house party, man. He was just redistributing re-diss- uh, wealth.
1: Come
2: on, man. Yeah, I mean, bottom okay, I bottom line I is that I this. don't think he has the discipline. I don't okay. think he has the discipline to be. He might be athletically gifted, but it has to come with the mindset too. And Trey Lance did not play competitive D one, you know, football the way Justin Fields did. Justin Fields prepared differently for the game than Trey Lance did. Um, and you can't just, you know, we were talking about this with Saquon Barkley. You, your 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 uh, wild card can't be your your athleticism, you know. At some yeah. point, that's going to run out, and you have to get better as a, as a higher IQ football player. I think Justin Fields is a higher IQ football player. Okay,
1: very good. Uh, I like it. I like it. I personally think it's going to be Fields. I know Lance has better weapons, and I agree with you, Josh, on that part. He might even he probably even has the better. weapons
2: and coaching. He
1: has it covered, right? Yeah, but I feel like Fields. His running ability that we know he has, that Lance, we think we will see from Lance, even though Fields doesn't have the weapons, I just – I don't know, man. I feel like Fields has a chance to finish top,
2: top 15 in quarterbacks this year, if he can put it together. And, and Jalen Hurts was, like, dangerously close, if not in that top 15 last year, was he not? I yeah. thought he was in the top well, who,
1: 15. Oh, he was Jalen
2: Hurts was in the top fifteen last year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, I, I could he was. see a similar type of progression for Justin but, Fields as a quarterback. Again,
1: he I was. just think I think Jalen Hurts just had a better offense around him too. Justin Fields, they still don't have Agreed. any receivers Agreed. that Agreed. are going to get open all the time for him. That's true. Although I do like Darnell Mooney. I like Cole Komet. Um. Khalil Herbert looks good, too. Oh, yeah, Khalil Herbert looks real good, too. I, we'll see. It was terrible weather. I honestly think there's a good chance that Herbert
2: usurps Montgomery before the season's over. What's really sad is I dropped Herbert, man, in my standard league. I just, I just picked the Shame. up. Shame on me. And the reason why I dropped him is because I had Montgomery, but I traded Montgomery for Judy because I really <laughs> needed the receiver badly. And I was like, "What's the point of holding on to Herbert if, if, if Montgomery's gone, right?" And I just dropped him for some bullshit, as usual. I, made a dumb mistake.
1: I really think that Herbert, by week six or seven, could usurp, uh, uh, what should we call it uh, Montgomery, hundred percent. So we shall see what happens. Uh, let's see. What are we? How are we look on time? We got about thirty minutes to go. Cool. Uh, we've done. Uh, our first segment here. Um, Sam, are you ready for the Chronic Corner? Let's so run it, man. It's Friday. You ain't got shit to do. I got shit to do. All right, here we go.
2: right sam all right kicking off chronic corner after, it's been a while uh you know i had a quick question for you guys actually i mean i know josh you don't partake and joe i'm assuming you also don't partake mike you're habitually not partaking for the most part um yeah. but have you has have any of you ever tried an edible before i have you have okay so yeah, yeah, you, I, you, I have you you know em. Okay, you have them, and and you you actually trying them is two different things, right? Exactly. Did you I have you have tried them, an edible have, Josh. Nope, I have not. Okay. I've been I've been kind of waiting for the baby to go uh, get a little oh, bit course,
1: older, just uh just to make sure I don't I don't trip out. Because I've some <laughs> horror stories on the first time you're eating edibles.
2: so so. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. You shouldn't be taking edibles. If you don't, if you're not like a seasoned partaker, right? And why I say that is because <clears throat> edibles how they work is as your body's metabolism breaks it down. As long as it takes it for it to break it down, that's as long as you're high for. So if you have a slow metabolism, bro, and you might be high for nine hours, and, you, and by hour six you're like, when is this going to end? And you're going to drive yourself crazy. So my question to Mike was. You you obviously tried you know smoking in a joint before and you tried edibles. Which one would you prefer?
1: Smoking a joint, and let me tell you why. Okay, go me. ahead. I did edibles with you, Sam. You were at our. You were here In town. Okay. You gave me the the brownies. Yep. Okay. I couldn't fucking move.
2: <laughs> I was
1: so high. <laughs> I was just, and then I, and, then, and 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 Shreya and 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 Ma all thought I was sick, and I wasn't <laughs> sick. I was just fucking. I, I didn't feel great because I was like, oh my god, like
2: I, when is it gonna end, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And every time I just like puff a joint with you here and there, I'm fine. I get just like a little hungrier, you know, whatever it might lead right. to. Like my like White Castle or Taco Bell runs <laughs> for us, but like that's about it. But when I did that edible, fucking floored me. It's a, it so you like know what? The, uh, the edible had some. It sounded like the edible had some good weed, and Sam's joint
2: weed is shit. Is what I heard out of that. <laughs> well think it's made with the same shit, actually. It's not bad. <laughs> and Mike doesn't sit there, and he doesn't smoke the whole joint. But then, let's not, let's not digress. The reason why I asked you that is because a buddy of mine, right. He had a pack of gummies in his car, and he went to the Tigers game like two weeks ago. <clears throat> and because it sat in the heat for a bit, it all gelled together. Oh, he didn't know how many milligrams he was eating. He had 700 milligrams of, of edible. Oh, Holy shit! God. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit is correct. I was going so to he's watch. Standing the game. in the parking lot, pouring <laughs> no, water gotta... over his head, waiting for shit to fucking you know get better, and it's not. <laughs> and there's no <laughs> chance in hell that it's any better for him at all. So, uh, and I asked him, like, after, like, you know, I was like, would you, after such a terrible experience, would you go back to edibles? He's like, yeah, I would, but I'd definitely make sure I know the dosage this time <laughs> around. <laughs> and I guess I have a high tolerance, but, like, I've eaten a 500-milligram chocolate bar and been good, you know, good to go. taste like
3: schnozberries.
1: Tolerance for shit is ridiculous. Yeah I, I, mean. I
2: think even my drinking tolerance is bad, like You know that.
1: And your spicy food
2: tolerance
1: is unreal.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm just genetically wired for weird shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, going back to the edible and, and, and the uh, the concept of, of ingestion other ways, right? Uh, a lot of rappers are now coming out with their edible versions, including Mike Tyson. He has this thing called Mike they look like the, they look like an ear. They look like Evander Holyfield's ear, and it's been bitten off. And it's a THC edible. It's hilarious, but it's great marketing for the product itself. And Mike Tyson says that he likes edibles a lot because he, his body feels good, like his old body feels more relaxed. And, and again, his tolerance is absolutely retarded. Like this guy eat, uh, he ate like an ate of mushrooms on, on a podcast live, you know, in front of everybody, no problem you have a lot of choices nowadays with everything becoming recreational. You have edibles, you have whatever else, you know, I just wanted to get your thoughts for me. It doesn't make a difference. I don't like the edibles really. Like I don't mind it. If it's there, I'll pop it. But you know, my still my meth my method is still rolling it up in a, in a drill, in a joint. And you know what, when you do take those edibles, Mr. Josh, you let me know how you feel. All right. <laughs> Let me know the bell game you, you're, you're actually taking before you take it.
1: Oh, we're videotaping. Yeah. That's it. I, I was pre-warned. <laughs> to, so uh, my aunt gave me uh, one of the cookies. And she's like, hey, make sure you only take like a quarter of that or just a, a little bit shy of a half of it. Because if you eat that whole thing, you are going to be you're so fucked up. Yeah, you're going to be so high. you're not going to want to do shit. You might fall asleep.
2: Yeah, well, that's, I do it, that you know that. And that's the crazy thing about THC. It affects people so differently. Like that 500 milligram chocolate bar, I ate it, and then we, we drove to the top of the, the. We were in Colorado, and we went to the mountains, you know, we went to the peak, uh, to the summit, and we just walked around, and I was great. I was good to go. And other people, they eat it, and they just, they're knocked out. Boom, they're sleeping. Boom! So, that's me sleeping
1: all day every day.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, I've heard some horror stories with edibles. The reason why I brought that up is because there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that are trying edibles for the first time, and they're the ones that are calling nine one one on an emergency. They're paranoid, crazy, going nuts, and and that happens when it's the, the the cycle of getting high like it doesn't end. Anywho, uh Mike, that wraps the corner up. We we did a solid seven uh minutes possibly. Uh and uh let's there move on. Come. All right.
1: Uh, We're going to get into some entertainment stuff in our last segment, along with some big boxing news, among other things. But I want to talk real quick about this Robert Sarver um, investigation that had happened. He's the son's majority owner. Uh, Apparently, you know, he's getting a year suspension, I believe, and it was like fined like
2: $10 million or so. Oh. But they didn't lose any draft picks. That was, sorry, I cut you off, Mike. But okay. they right. didn't lose any draft picks in the process, did they?
1: No, they didn't. They didn't. But a lot of people are upset that they thought this was a very light
2: punishment
1: for him. If you guys aren't aware, let me just do a quick overview of what was being investigated. On November fourth, 2021, Sarver and the Suns were the subject of a report written by Baxter Holmes on ESPN, which accused Sarver and members of the office of racism, misogyny, and sexual harassment, including allegedly requiring a coach to fire a minority agent and allegedly announce his preference for extra-large condoms at a staff meeting. The report was corroborated by over 70 former and current employees of the Suns. Starburn and his legal team denied the vast majority of accusations, citing that there are only a handful of sources on the record, and while the reporter may have reached out to 70 employees, the article provided no evidence that all of them spoke negatively of the organization. On September 13th, the NBA fined star the maximum $10 and suspended him for one year after an independent investigation determined that he used the N-word at least five times for those after being told by subordinates that he should not use that word. So, this doesn't sound all that different from what happened with Donald Stark. I was just
2: going to say that. This is eerily similar to what happened to Sterling. Yep. And
1: Sterling had to. This- Sterling had to sell his team. So why why is Starver different? The Sun's minority owner is calling for him to resign. And the NBA Players Association is calling for a ban for life for him. How does this this doesn't look good for Adam Silver. How does this go away? You got you gotta do exactly what uh how do you handle Donald Sterling? you
2: got to get him out. Make him sell his steak. Yeah, but, the, but the, the Sterling thing was so much more sellable because he was a lot older. He had been in the NBA for a lot longer, longer period of time, longer ownership. Um, it was a lot more sellable. Like, the guy was kind of like, uh, you know, in in the tapes that they had recorded, he had kind of lost his mind. He was that old, right?
1: That's true, and he was well, on record. I think they wanted out. Sterling was on record saying a bunch of terrible things. This is all just hearsay, and no, and the problem is nobody's going on record
2: calling out server. Yeah, that's because they know they're going to get screwed if, if once they get identi- identified, right? Yeah. So,
1: I I don't know. Um, I'm not sure but apparently the other owners have sided with Sarver and don't think he should have to be forced to sell his team. But PayPal has now come out and said that they won't continue its sponsorship of the Suns unless Sarver if, if unless Sarver is banned uh, because if he returns from his one-year ban and doesn't resign or anything, PayPal is going to drop their sponsorship.
2: I think Kia did that with uh, Sterling as well, with the Clippers.
1: Okay. Okay. Might have been. Might have been. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It, you know, the allegations are terrible. And if the allegations are indeed true, even if, like, 50% of them are true, I think Sarver should have to go. They didn't have the right to take. I don't have the right to take away the Phoenix Suns from Robert Sarver. And why not? You're the NBA commissioner. You run the league. Why Why don't you have the right to take away the team? Well, I mean, if he's a majority owner, you know, I mean, it's just like any business. If if I own a business and you're a You can't a partner, walk in and
2: just take the guy's business away, right? Okay. Exactly.
1: All right. You're not going to be able
2: to take my business away.
1: That's I earn that, that business. Now, I, I know the NBA, MLB, and NFL, they're a little bit different to where they can force you to do it. Because uh, they'll cut money or whatnot, but no, I mean, I, I I hate the whole forcing owners to sell their team, but I mean that's just the day and age we live in right now.
2: Yeah, you know what? He he pay. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they can make the fine larger than ten million. Take some draft picks or something. Make it hard for them to you know kind of teach them a lesson. Really.
1: Yeah. What what is it with Chris Paul and being stuck with shitty racist owners? He played for the Clippers under Sterling for the longest time, and now and now he's a Phoenix Sun with Robert Sarver. I'm just I don't know. It seems like wherever Chris Paul goes, uh, there's a racist old man waiting for him. He's <laughs> waiting
2: to say some shit to <him. laughs>
1: Oh Jesus! Oh. All right, so let's get to the little baseball talk uh, as we are rounding the corner for the postseason. Uh, um, How about Aaron
2: Judge, man?
1: Aaron Judge is looking like an MVP, but I want to talk about this real quick. None of
2: these races are
1: all that close, okay, as we got maybe, I don't know, like two, two, three weeks left in the season. The Dodgers are 21 games up over second place San Diego. 21. That to me, no one's got a shot
2: in shot in hell.
1: No. So, you're saying it's close. Let me close. Just tell you this. Let, let me tell you this. You'll find this funny. The Tigers, who are in last place in the AL Central, are 22 games back. Of Cleveland, San Diego, who's in second place in their division, is 21 games back in division-leading Los Angeles Dodgers. That's just that's crazy sanity to me. That is insanity to me. Uh, so we got, but look honestly. None of these races are all that close as we come down the stretch. The Yankees have a seven-game lead or six-and-a-half-game lead over the Blue Jays. The Astros are leading their division by 13 games. The Cardinals are leading the Central by seven-and-a-half games. So our closest division races are the NL East, where the Braves are only a game back in the Mets. And then the AL Central, where the White Sox trail the Guardians by three games. That's it. Everything else is not really looking like it's going to come down to the wire for the division lead. It's just like one of those seasons. you got the Dodgers and Astros who are incredibly dominant this year. But I I don't know if either one of them can make the World Series. I mean – Honestly, Major League Baseball will cream itself if it gets a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. That would be interesting. I don't think it. I don't think it happens. It probably doesn't, but I mean, those two markets alone—that would be fucking insane. And I think Major League Baseball you, will shoot I mean, itself. With the Brewers. You got. The you got Blue another. Bar. You got another opportunity for the Subway Series too. That's true. The Mets and the Yankees. Yeah, that's very possible too. So, yeah, and uh, Aaron Judge. What's he at now? Sam, fifty-eight home runs. Fifty-seven, I think. Still, you're right. Fifty-seven home runs. He's the major league leader by by almost twenty home runs. He's the major league leader by nineteen home runs. That's crazy. What a season! What a season that he's had. does he uh, does he break Roger Marish's American League record? Well, I That's think he's got Grant. a good shot. Yeah, he's he only needs, what, shot. five home runs? Five? He only needs four home runs to tie it, right, 61. Yeah. Four home runs to tie it, five to break it. We still got about three weeks left in the season.
2: So, very well could break it. That's plenty of time. Very well,
1: could break it. All right, so there. I mean, do you think that lack of drama for baseball hurts it? Where there's like no close division, it's like clear cut, it? right?
2: Your your competition is almost decided before the season's end. Ended.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. A couple of the last week of the season, where there was still like three or four divisions up for grabs, and we didn't know what was going to happen. But now. Now, there's, like, two divisions up for grabs, and that's it. I mean, making up seven games in, like, three weeks is incredibly difficult. The, the one team would have to go on, like, a complete nosedive. And I just – I don't see the Yankees doing that. I don't see the Cardinals doing and the that.
2: Other, and the other team would have to go on, on like, an insane spurt, right? Exactly. Well, that's, exactly. that's what happened a couple years ago
1: between the Reds and Cardinals. The the Reds started losing. See, and that the Cardinals was good like ball, 15 man. 15 straight. I do remember that. I do remember that. The Cardinals got insanely hot at the end of the season. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So, we got about uh, – we got about – 13 minutes? 12 minutes to go. So, I, I – we got – there's been some starting controversy in movies lately. There's a lot of people going nuts um, about not only a black actress being cast as Ariel in the Little Mermaid live-action uh, remake, but also the fact that Warner Brothers is planning a black Superman movie. Uh, so I just, what I don't understand is, one is, why is all why is there all this rage for fictional characters? So like, if you go on like Disney's, some of like the websites, people are panning the fact that Ariel is going to be played by Hallie Bailey. And I'm just like, dude. Look, so if they reimagine a fake movie, it's not like they have a black actress playing fucking Martha Washington. Or doing a biopic of. A right, it's not movie. a
2: historical figure, right? It's completely fictional. It's completely, it's completely fictional.
1: And it, so I don't, I don't get it. Like, why, why are people up in arms about the possibility of Idris Elba playing James Bond? Why are people mad that a black actress is going to play the part of of fucking Ariel? People mad that Michael B. Jordan is going to be black super.
2: I mean, they're I think, all made up characters. There's, there's no color. I think when it comes to something like that, I, I personally think that, you know. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I'll be honest with you. Black Superman actually, you know, makes a lot of sense when you remember that Superman was also abandoned by
2: his parents as a child. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I, mean, uh, I so one of the DC Comics, Green Lantern. Green Lantern <laughs> was one of the one of the franchises that I I like to read when I was growing up, and. They had a Black Green Lantern, and it was really cool, actually.
1: They have just skipped over it entirely, and then all I hear is Joe say, wow.
2: That's
3: because I think I'm the only one that registered what you said, you fuck.
2: (laughs) I didn't even hear what
1: you said, Mike. Sorry. Oh, God.
3: Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Mike. And uh, for the listeners, that's that's Mike at All Bases Covered. (laughs)
2: Joke, joke.
1: Yeah, joke. what I said, I say, what I said,
2: shame, no, you need to repeat it now, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm going to. I was like, a black Superman actually makes a lot of sense when you remember that Superman was also abandoned by his
2: parents as a baby. Shame. Cancel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Pencil. laughs> <laughs>
0: Say what
1: again! Um, Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. <laughs> right. Also in this I'll, new movie I'll, Black Seal be the also I'll being be referred the that's to as the S P E A L. For you guys' knowledge of that. Just wanna throw that out there.
3: By the way, for listeners, it is okay for Louie to make that comment because he's
2: Asian. Oh because uh, he's a foreigner. I'll, I'll, it's okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'll, I'll be I'll and, be the I, I'll, I'll be the guy I'll be the guy that's the political why I can see some people being upset about it. Uh, oh, here if, it if you read the book, the Little Mermaid book, you watch the movie, it shows a white character. So everybody gets used to a white character. Same thing with Superman.
2: No, but also Not think probably, about think about like the the, the time that it was then right like like you're, you're, oh, your your captains and stuff like that right they're old school sail ships they're all white right yeah i mean uh, if and, we and, want so to be I, technical I the same thing
3: with uh, uh mermaids were actually uh uh what are they uh sea walls uh so uh they were they were fucking a giant walrus so i mean come on
1: yeah, because I, I was reading the same thing about uh, Lord of the Rings, the, the Power of the Rings. Uh, they said the same thing. J.R. Tolkien would be turning in his grave if he's seen some of these characters because that's not what he wanted portrayed in his, his work. You I honestly Jesus don't give a wanted shit. But to be portrayed as a white man?
2: I, I, so I guess it's someone that's white, a Lord of the Black, Rings Black, like, Asian buff, man, right? And I'm telling you, Tolkien, if he was still alive today, and someone asked him if they could do that, he'd be like, "Fuck yes, I am so creatively inclined to change shit up in my in my yeah. world of fantasy that I built that I'll take it." That's kind of what I was thinking. That's that's
3: people's mindset. They're, I mean, let's just say they're undercover racists. Well, uh, he, here I I, I want to interject here a little bit. Like, so first of all, I, like like Lord of the Rings, Tolkien. I mean, I mean. If people are going to get butthurt about, oh, this character shouldn't be black or this character shouldn't be Asian, I mean, technically, the troll women should also look like men because they don't look any fucking different. Um, so they should just all be played by men. Uh, I mean, you, if you want to get nit and gritty, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, like, here's where I, like, first of all, I'll say, like, the Little Mermaid movie, uh I'm gonna watch it. I mean, the girl looks cute, so I mean, hell, I'm gonna watch it.
2: Um, <laughs> and she can <laughs> sing,
3: right? You know, I don't fucking care, but I will also say, like, we are we are in this time period where everything, oh, oh, we've we've, and I know I'm about to put my, you know, please don't take offense. Anybody listen? I'm just I'm just saying, we have put so much view on the color of a person's skin that it's now, okay, we have to meet, you know, oh, we got to have this many actors or actresses that are this color. And how about we just go back to if they're good enough to play the part?
1: I mean, actors, what do they do? They pretend. Right. You had a fucking Hillary Splank won a fucking Oscar pretending she had a dick when boys don't cry uh tom cruise was the fucking last samurai okay tom cruise of all people is the last goddamn samurai all right like the land
3: brothers were awesome white chicks
1: yes yeah i mean this is what they do it's actors act i don't think people should be upset if they cast an Asian person in a traditional white role or a black No, but,
2: but I see Josh's point to the, to the fact that that should be the choice of the director or the producer or the actor did so good in auditions that they had to give him the, the role. It shouldn't be like, hey, we got to meet this quota now of X yes. because or else we're going to get shitted on. Right.
3: I get it. Like, I'm so fucking That's tired good. of hearing like, like people were bitching about like, oh, Disney whitewashed a lot of their characters. Uh, most of their stories came from european you know what I mean so I mean it's like but at the same time, does that also identify that we need to bring in more cultural diverse storylines? Yes, you know there should be more stories that are you know african based and asian based and you know absolutely. But also, at the same time, don't get pissed off when they bring out a comedy and he's like, oh, oh, fried lies, you blitz. You know, I mean, come on.
2: And I think that's where video games has broken the mold, man. They don't give a fuck about race, creed, color, because everything is fantasy to them.
3: Yes.
2: And and that's what movies should be. It's all
1: fantasy-based. They're all fucking scripts that somebody wrote. Who gives a shit what actors playing it what skin color they are i don't give a shit as long as they do a I'll good job two hours i'm there for two hours to enjoy myself to watch a good movie that's it
3: yeah well Great. well said josh guys. Is, well said. Guys is pulling a Wee herman in the theater he said he's there for a couple hours to enjoy himself he's
2: yeah. <laughs> hey that's because you're going to, go you're go to <laughs> from that, Kudos to
1: Joe! Kudos (laughs) to Joe for a Pee Wee Herman reference in 2022.
2: Great (laughs) work. Let's go! (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, All
1: right. We we got about two and a half minutes to go. Uh, (laughs) As as I threw in a racist joke in the uh, last... We just did just for sits and giggles see who's listening. So um, we got a major fight about to uh, happen November 19th. We have Earl Jr. and Terrence Crawford. Now, back in the day, me, Josh, Joe, Tommy, everybody would get together pretty routinely about two to three times a year to watch the big super fight. And this is that's what we did. We haven't had a super fight worthy of us all getting together. November 19th is that super fight. Crawford is 38-0. Errol Spence is 28-0. Crawford has been ducked by the likes of Pacquiao, Mayweather on his comeback, along with several other big-name fighters.
0: People don't
1: people don't want to fight Terrence Crawford because – He'll fuck with you for the first three or four rounds, and then once he finds a weakness, he exposes it, and he knocks your ass out by the sixth or seventh round. Earl Spence is one of those guys, man. He's been a big-time fighter. He came up with Mayweather. I believe he was one of those guys that trained with Floyd Mayweather when he was younger. Uh, he He's he's fought some good guys. He's beat Danny Garcia. He's beat Sean Porter. Uh, he's beat Kell Brook those are all big time fights for him. Terence Crawford on the other hand has also fought some really the biggest names he can because unfortunately people always try to duck him. Terence Crawford has also beat Sean Porter. Uh he's beat Kell Brook, he's beat Amir Khan, he knocked the fuck out of Jeff Horn after he beat Manny Pacquiao and he's also beat Victor Postol. Now, Victor Postol going into that 2016 Victor Postol had never been knocked down he had never been knocked down and his only losses at that time there was two two losses that were by decision knocked him down three times and route to a knockout victory so I I I think and I, I think this is the fight to see they're both relatively young. Terrence Crawford is 34 right now, and Earl Spence is 32. This isn't like getting Pacquiao Mayweather when, like, one guy was, like, 39 and the other guy was, like, 42. They're both relatively still in their prime. I would say Spence is still a little bit more in his prime. Crawford might be on the way down being 34. But that's the super flight, man. I'm telling you guys, that's – I I I had always said if these guys could make it work, and they've been trying to get this fight done for two years, and the, they haven't been able to do it because they're on different promotions, but I would pay a hundred bucks for this fight, easy, easy. Yeah, this sounds like it's a party at Louis's house uh, in November. Hundred, hundred percent. I'll host. That's fine. It's fine by me. I'll I'll make some pulled pork. I'll make some wings or whatever else, uh, and, and we'll fucking watch the fights together. Hell yeah, let's do it. Schedule. The it. only problem with my house, Josh, and Sam can tell you from being over here uh, uh, so many times, is that the basement doesn't have a door, and the sound travels up exponentially. And you know the main event's not coming on until 1130, so if we are loud down in the basement, it's going to get heard by the kids. That's the only Well, problem. I mean, then we we can do it at my house. I don't care. Okay. We can do it here.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, are, are I will you, Are you going to take your rich ass from Westchester down to down to the West Side?
3: I was going to say, wow. are you actually willing to travel to the West Side and uh also trying to get Tommy to come to the West Side might be interesting.
1: <laughs> I I'm sure my my rich ass get out of here, Josh. Yes, I will come to the West. I've been to your house before, you dickwad. <laughs> Not at night, not at night. It's a completely different website at night, baby. <laughs> all
2: right,
1: fellas, well, that's all the time we have. Yes, Josh, I will make an appearance on the West Side. I, like I said, I would be more than willing to host, but the sound is an issue. It would definitely wake the kids up, I'm sure, or the dogs or some stupid shit. So, oh, I, at Mike least
3: talk- spring, at, What's that? Go ahead. I was gonna say my it's all good because I really don't want to have to take my shoes off. Well
1: yes, you would have to do that for sure in my house. Hundred percent. That would be a that would be a rule. But all right guys. Great Friday show. Joe, if the Giants win again, you're banned from picking the Giants again. So I'm just kidding. Uh it's all been lucky to draw. Uh but have a good weekend everybody. We will be back at it strong on Monday and uh we will see you all then.
2: And this Bud's for you. This Bud's for you, brother. We cover oh, yeah. all
0: bases, basic, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch where it take us. Cultural topics to sports, baby, you know we got it, always our response is amazing. All bases covered, yeah, yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome. First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bring it home. We cover all bases, basic, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch how we shine. Cultural topics to sports, baby, you know we got it, always our responses be prime. All bases covered, whoop, yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go, so
3: 18 plus.